Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well this week. So for this week's episode, um, it's our first episode in the new year actually, so that's super exciting. Happy New Year everyone and I hope your year is super good, filled with a lot of great things and you're able to achieve all of the goals that you've set this year, including the ones that you're going to make along the way. Um, But I have to be honest, I haven't been feeling super inspired about the podcast and the content that I'm attempting to release on here. And maybe that's just because it's signaling that it's time for a transition potentially into the blog format that I was talking about. Um, But for now, what I tend to do when I'm not feeling super inspired is go a little bit off script, Um, not too much, but for today's episode, I wanted to talk about the quote unquote third world, like third world countries. Um, And this has always been a topic that has been really interesting to me and the way that the United States and I guess um, mostly European developed nations look at third world countries or the countries that they identify within that sphere or developing countries. Um, And the reason for that is because my family is from India. And so a lot of people consider India still developing a third world country, for example, and people talk about it in the way that, um, you know, they give examples of, oh, but in India, they're starving children, you know, as if that doesn't exist here in the U.S. as well or in other nations that we see as 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 developed. And so I've seen India personally change a lot in the past few years. And it's it's not that the classification of developing or third world is um, necessarily negative in and of itself, but I think the context in which, which it's used and people's tones when they talk about India or Africa or other primarily um, regions that, you know, include people of color tends to be very derogatory. And so that's why it's something that I kind of wanted to talk about. So recently I had the opportunity to visit Costa Rica, which is also considered a third world or developing country, but it kind of made me wonder what that really means. Um, people in these countries obviously understand the value of money um, and they understand that it's, you know, in many ways critical to living um, a life that allows you access to a lot of benefits or things that are required, such as healthcare, education, things like that. But the economies are just different. Um, So in Costa Rica, for example, tourism is one of the primary ways that people make their money. It's very tourism dependent. And beyond that, it's also an agricultural economy. Um, And yet at the same time, while we might think that these are qualities of many third world countries, it's also considered a blue zone, which means that people there are considered to be incredibly happy. They have some of the happiest people in the world that live there. And so I think sometimes when you hear third world being talked about in the media, you don't think that the people there are happy. Um, The first image that comes to mind is something that's shown in like Slumdog Millionaire, for example, which was a very good movie, but I think it sort of paints this view of people are stricken with just poverty and they're doing anything they can to survive and people there don't live good lives and everyone there is just unhappy and it's poverty ridden and it's corrupt. And that's not necessarily true for every single country that falls under this category. Um, And I think the other thing that's not true is that people there in these countries are very kind and they're not cutthroat necessarily. And they understand that they need certain things in order to survive, but also circumstances require them to act in ways to survive in those economies. I don't know if that's making a lot of sense, but I guess when you put this against the United States, which is considered like a first world or very developed nation, people here are pretty unhappy. Crime is very high. 
rates of mental illness are very high. In fact, there's a lot of undiagnosed mental illness. And parts of the United States have actually become increasingly more unsafe. So in New York, for example, um, like I have personally seen crime go up, attacks on innocent people increase since I've had the opportunity to live there. And obviously I still think it's a very beautiful city and not everyone there is unkind and not everyone there is going to take part in crime. But I think that the way that we view cities in the U.S. and crime in the U.S. is not the same way we view it in other countries or not the same way the media narrates these events in other countries. And so the contrast to me was very interesting to think about how a country like Costa Rica is considered third world, but the people that I met there were so kind, so wonderful, were happy. Um, And so I was just sort of thinking about what is development aside from its economic um, definition. I'm taking a class on economic development next or this coming year. So maybe I'll have more to say on that. And I would love to do an update in terms of what I've learned. But here's what I've personally noticed. So in Costa Rica, they use 98% renewable energy. So 98% of their energy sources come from renewable energy. The United States is unable to do this. And sure, it's a large country, but allegedly the United States is developed. The, The entirety of the United States is developed, actually. So why are we seeing such a difficulty in doing this. And I think it has a lot more to do with politics than anything else. Um, Costa Rica second is so, so clean. Like literally there was no trash anywhere. Everyone respects their environment and their forests. And if anything, I think tourists are probably the ones that abuse the environment if there is any abuse of it, Um, which is, again, also very interesting because on the U.S., on the corners of highways even, you're seeing trash everywhere, and a highway is not somewhere that you should be seeing trash unless, of course, people are littering and it's being carried there through wind or water, or people are just throwing stuff out on the side of the road from their cars. And that's a behavior that I think comes from a very individualistic society, which is, of course, what the United States is. And Um, I think that to be very interesting as well. The third thing I noticed in Costa Rica is that it is so, so safe. And again, yes, it is a small country, but I think that when you look at the United States, we have all of these robust systems of surveillance. Everyone has cameras on their houses. Um, There's police everywhere. There's easy access to police and medical systems. And you can call 911 and they'll be there in two to three minutes, unless, of course, you live in a super rural area. So I thought that was really interesting because in Costa Rica, what I noticed is because it's such a warm climate and environment, a lot of the restaurants are open. They don't have doors necessarily and the furniture is all left. And even if they do have doors to lock the main entrance, there's these giant openings in the walls and windows. Um, I don't know if I'm painting a very uh, good picture for people to see this in their heads, but basically if you wanted to go steal someone's furniture, you could. In the US, if you go to like Starbucks or something towards closing, they literally either bring the furniture inside or lock it with like bike lock looking things outside or chains so people can't steal it because that is something people here would do but there's such a high level of trust in Costa Rica and in some of these developing quote-unquote nations that you just don't see in the U.S. so that's another thing that's really interesting to me and to me the ability to respect your environment and utilize renewable energy the ability to care for your environment and everybody takes on that role by themselves it's not something that you're asked to do or allotted a portion of land to take care of by the government and safety these are all signs of development and i understand economically it's more about the distribution of resources in terms of development but why why are we calling nations that are far more developed in these other ways in the ways of humanity you know, undeveloped or still developing. 
some people in Costa Rica, yes, make maximum $25 a day, which is the hourly wage in some places in other developed nations, you know, and it is a very cyclical economy. So like I said, it's very tourism dependent. And so what I was able to hear from people there is that during the pandemic, many people had to move back home to their original farming lands and help their parents or families continue with agricultural methods of Um, you know, making income when tourists were not able to enter the country. And so there are these certain aspects of it economically that you would say, yes, are developing because people don't have a variety of potentially career paths to choose from. But I still think it's super interesting to look at socially how developed the nation is as compared to the United States, which I think the biggest argument people make is the U.S. is a very large nation. But when each corner of the nation is developed and when we're divided into states, which allegedly, you know, take care of their own resources to a certain extent, shouldn't we be able to achieve some of those same goals? Um, So anyways, this was me going a little bit off script and wanting to tie in finance and humanity and a lot of things that I'm passionate about. But I hope you all have a great start to your year. And I hope this episode gave you all some things to think about. And we will be back next week with another Fit Friday. And I'm actually going to be talking about my new split for the new year. Um, So I hope you all are excited to hear that.